episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I'm your host, Rick Perez, and today we're going to be talking about a couple different things. Um, I think mostly gaming related. Um, wanted to just quickly go through the, the, the old rigmarole, so to speak. Uh, let your friends know about the show. Rate and review it on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. The channel is Let's Level Up, D-O-T-N-E-T. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. All of that information is available on our website, letsovelup.net. Um, I'm excited this week, you know. Big week. I saw Captain American with my family on, um, gosh, I think last Sunday, maybe. And it was it was really fun, and I, I enjoyed the heck out of that movie. Um, it's crazy. I can't wait for next month when Endgame comes out. I'm so, so stoked. Um, uh, Carol's a very interesting character, and she's she's awesome. So, uh, it's it's cool. It was really cool. I felt I felt awesome. Uh, you know, watching the movie. And uh, you know, it's it's weird that personally, I I don't think I've ever. One, there's there's no Hispanic superheroes, right? I think the closest thing we have to a Hispanic superhero is Speedy Gonzalez, and that's more racist than anything. Are there any? Robbie Reyes is the ghostwriter, but he hasn't been in a big movie yet. He did have a, a bit on S.H.I.E.L.D., though, so maybe that can't be discounted. Um, it's interesting to me because I've never, I've never watched a show and looked for myself, right? I've never, I've never watched a show and wanted to relate to it. I've always watched media, or played video games, or whatever, whatever it is I'm doing, and I, and I just try to experience the story. For me, it has always been more about the creator's story, right? And and the the their their whether it's a personal correlation, or metaphors, or whatever it may be the way that they tell that versus me looking to find myself in each of those stories. <clears throat> now, I understand that there, there are some stories that are, are designed, right, um, to be able to place yourself in there. Uh, but largely, I, I've never... I, I guess I can't say never because I don't, I don't recall. Um, I, don't, I don't recall a time that I've ever watched that and like, man, I really wish... I was represented in that, um, but that being said, like, let's get a let's get a Hispanic superhero. <laughs> Eddie, it's ridiculous. Um, it's it's really funny to me, um, and kind of sad. But you know what's what's weird about this whole thing? What I was trying to say to bring it back to Captain Marvel is that we finally. You know, I say finally. There's finally a Marvel movie. We had Wonder Woman come out, which I, I hear was excellent. I didn't watch it because, honestly, I'm not a I'm not a DC guy, and I don't care um, about it, really any of that. I did watch Aquaman, and that was fun. So I'm I may be turning it around. Um, I need to go back and watch Wonder Woman just because I heard it was so good. Um, so I missed that in the theater, and I haven't watched it yet on video. Um, but this is the first time in the MCU that a female, you know, has, has led a cast, so to speak. It's got Todd Billing. Um, and it's really, it's really neat. And it's neat for my 
daughters. And I didn't really quite get it until um, our family friends uh, were over and uh, my, f- my friend Carrie had mentioned, she was like, oh, it's just weird that, you know, I finally understand why people get so excited for a superhero movie. Um, she's like, because we can be superheroes too. And there've always been, you know, female superheroes, but largely they're the, they're the sidekick, they're the love interest, yada, yada, yada. yada. And, uh, when you look at that as a whole, it sends a, it sends a very different message, right? And I'm, I'm thinking about my my kids, my daughter specifically, it sends a message saying that, yeah, you can, you can have powers, but you're really just there to, to help. Right. And you may even bail out the big hero at the end of the day, but you're there, you're there to, uh, to look pretty and to, um, maybe, maybe comic relief. Right. I mean, that's, that's the basic billing <coughs> that women have received in specifically in superhero movies, which, which are my favorite movies outside of horror i think um and just straight up awesome comedies um but it seems like we're getting way less comedies that are good (laughs) coming out to the theaters now which is weird um yeah so it's i guess the whole thing is just really surreal to me because even though i've never sought for identification in a movie uh maybe i have subconsciously this whole time right uh, and I guess it may be different if if someone writes a character about an awesome half breed, you know, half Mexican guy, um, you know, whose whose father passed away at a young age. It may be it may hit me on a different level uh, when that finally comes out. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think? Did you like Captain Marvel? Am I am I am I way off base here? Why do you do you look for representation when you're watching media? Why do you think that is? Hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up. Let's talk about it. I'd love to. I'd love to get your 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 take. Um, it's it's uh, it's just really interesting to me overall. Um, I played Gizmos last night with my older brother, uh, which is awesome. He's in town from California this week. And uh, just got to kind of sit around and play a board game with him. I think it's the first time we've done that. Maybe ever, just the two of us. Uh, or maybe since we were kid, ever since I was a, a child. Um, that was a lot of fun. Gizmos is a great game by Simon. Um, it's it's in the... I talked about it a bit on the um, West Texas Tabletop podcast that I did. Uh, but it is a... Um, it's a game that... it's kind of like Century Spice Road it's kind of like Splendor Um, I think mechanically it may be a little stronger than both of those games it has an interesting marble display and uh, you're basically building this gizmo, this invention uh, the incredible machine if you will Um, and it uh, your engine, you're literally building an engine Um, it can do a bunch of different things so you're trying to score points by buying cards like you would in Splendor or Century Spice and it's a, uh, it's just a really neat, neat way that it all comes together. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. If you haven't played Gizmos yet, check it out. Let me know what you think. It's a, it's a lot of fun for me. 
Um, you know, this is interesting. You know, my big my big brother I mentioned just before he's here. Uh, he's the one that actually got me playing Dungeons and Dragons. My brother Joel. So I owe a large part of, of what I am, what I love, to that, to those early early encounters me just asking if i can play my other older brother john saying absolutely not my brother joel coming back in and saying you know don't be a jerk of course you can play you know uh, at a young age and it's it's really neat to me now because i could see that and i always try to if i didn't get a chance to play those games then maybe maybe i wouldn't have you know i wouldn't have so many board games right now I wouldn't have this crippling addiction to cardboard. So maybe he's at fault. Maybe he's not the hero of the story. Maybe he's the villain. I think about that. Uh, but it's interesting. You know, I always, I always try to stoke that because I think if you, the the things that happen to us at a very young age, I think define us. I'm a very much a, a a nurture, over nature, uh, kind of thing. Especially when it comes to how we act and how we behave. Um, and how people treat us, uh, because that shapes us, I think, indefinitely. Um, now, I'm not going to say if, if, if just because everyone in my, in my family was awesome and I'm four feet tall means I'm going to dunk a basketball tomorrow. Not saying that at all. Um, but I, I don't know. You know, I'm a strong believer in nobody's born evil kind of thing. And it's the. It's the uh, it's our upbringings that cause that. Um, it's so yeah. It's, I anytime I'm, I'm playing games and there's there's kids nearby, I I always make it a point to try to explain the rules in a way that are easy. I try to try to maybe maybe sell the game a little bit, right, and show them how awesome that it may be. Um, just because I know if 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 my brother hadn't done that for me, who knows. I could have abs right now. Think of wow. Yeah, no, he's the bad guy. Never mind. No, it's this is all his fault. <laughs> oh, you know I'm an idiot. But I hope you're enjoying. Uh, so I reached out to everybody on Twitter and Facebook, and I asked you to get me your pet peeves. <clears throat> Like somebody clearing their throat to a microphone. That is, that's one of my pet peeves. I'm sorry for doing it. Um, so let's talk about that. Things that people do at a game table that just, that just grinds on you. Things that people do during, while playing games that you just can't stand. Uh, my good friend Lisa commented. She, she really hates it. When people cuss at the table, when people murder each other at the table, and when people uh, are constantly reaching for the rule book, so let's 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 go through two of those three because I don't I don't know uh, I don't know if anybody's ever murdered another player at the game table. At least I hope not. But cussing at a table is a big deal uh, for me. And you know what? If I'm with my friends and it's just us, you know we're we're 30 plus years old and uh, we like to we like to bust each other's balls, so to speak, uh, or grab each other's goats. 
or whatever you want to call it. Get each other's goats. Grab. I don't know how that expression is supposed to go. Anyway, or if I'm, you know, if it's just me and the wife, I, I may, I may say a swear word or two. Um, I won't do it. I make it. I make it an effort. I won't say I won't do it because I probably have. Uh, I won't do it if there's children around. Um, no matter where I'm at, if, if I'm in my house and my kids are running around, I'll try not to do that uh, while playing games. Um, I try to make sure that my, my, you know, if company's over, that they know that they need to watch the language around the kiddos. Um, there are people, if you're at like a local game store or out in public, you know, and you're playing a game, there are people who are just oblivious to the things around them. I was at a game store the other day, uh, playing Keyforge, and there were some guys playing X-Wing, and I've got my, my, my now 10-year-old son, holy crap, uh, and, you know, we're playing, and then, I don't know if it was a bad, bad fly or whatever, but, it, you know, a few F-bombs dropped, you know, people started getting loud, and. I uh, just looked over like, come on, guys. Good grief. Ridiculous, man. You can't you can't do that. Not not at a hobby store. Not with not with people wanting a place where they can feel comfortable bringing their kiddos, feel comfortable being able to get um you know, get their kids invested in something like that and a and a sense of community within their gaming. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna drive some people away and I get it. I get it. You know, you want to be comfortable too. You want, you want to make sure that everything that you've got, you're able to, um, that you're able to, um, you know, experience things in a way that's going to make you happy. Um, but you have to be mindful. I, I think, I think largely right now. We may be one of the most selfish, maybe maybe ever. Maybe we're the most selfish humans that have ever existed right now. Largely, right? I mean, I'm sorry, and I'm just talking to America uh, because I don't, I don't, I'm ignorant to a lot of other cultures, and you know, I'm a guy from West Texas who doesn't know much about anything. Uh, but we, it feels. It feels like this is a time where we are only concerned with what affects me. And we we are oblivious to what's going on around us largely if it's outside of our bubble. And we try to... Um, nah, I'm going to get off on a tirade. I don't want to do that. So I was, I was going to say that we try to... Um, we, we shape our whole lives around one or two contact points right of things that are interested in that we are interested in whether it's our our political beliefs or religious beliefs or yada 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 um and it's just one of those things that we are constantly arguing with one another and we don't really ever listen to the other side at all and it's it's very very heartbreaking for me we're always we're always looking to argument uh, for arguments that support just our beliefs and we're never really listening to the other persons uh, which is another big problem but not really gaming related I don't think um, yeah so cussing at the table it's it's a no for me uh, it, with with the right context you know if, if I'm playing a game um, 
you know, with somebody who, who doesn't like cussing, or if I'm around somebody who doesn't like cussing and I know that, I'll make it an effort not to curse. It's just polite. I don't mind it. You know, my favorite comedians, uh, you know, love cussing. <laughs> George Carlin, Richard Pryor. I mean, just just love him. Uh, Norm MacDonald, my favorite comedian ever. And he cusses all the time. It's just, it, so I don't mind it. I don't, I don't get uh, offended by a word. Um, I, I love this quote from Doug Stanhope, and that would, that would tell you exactly how I feel about cussing. Uh, but he, he said, I don't know when this was, and I'm paraphrasing, but he says, if you've ever been offended by a word that someone said, uh, your parents didn't do a good job. And I thought it was pretty powerful to me. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you say, it's just a word, right? People are jerks. They can be. They can be awesome as well. But if you give somebody the power with a word to get you, that's bad. It's not bad, you know. Bad's not the right word. But it's 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 giving up too much of yourself um, to somebody else, I think. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about cussing. Do it. Don't do it. Just try not to do it in a public place where you're, you're, you don't know the people around you are going to enjoy it or not. It's just, it's just polite, right? Um, let's talk about reaching for the rules. Uh, this is something that um, that can bug me. It, it can bug me. It cannot bug me. I think when, you, when, we, when we pull out a board game, we are... are I don't know if this is true or not. It fe- and again, it feels like with my groups, we play a lot of new games, right? So we're playing games for the first time together as a, as a group. Uh, and there may be people who have played never played anything like that. Uh, but when you reach across the table and you pause the action to look up a rule uh, halfway through the game, it it uh, it breaks it breaks the game right there. It breaks the immersion for everybody, and it breaks the um the um the flow of the game up and the problem is is that we've already played x x time into this game and if there was a problem with the rules then you know we've likely broken it already so setting it straight now is really only helping the player <laughs> that's looking up the rule um and I'm get it. I get it. You want to make sure you're playing the game the right way, uh, but it's okay to play your first session, make a few mistakes, then go back and look at the rules and say, "Oh, you know what? We did this wrong. We did this wrong. Next time we play, we'll do that right." And then you can play again. You can set it right back up immediately after you finish and check it out. So try to do that. If you're if you're one of those rule reachers. Um, now, that being said, if you're the only person that doesn't know the game at the table and everyone else has got a competitive edge on you because they know what works and what doesn't work and what, what things to try, then sure. you know. But just just ask them. Like, just say, hey, is it cool if I do this? Uh, because that's that's something that you want to be... You, you want to make sure everyone's having a... I, sorry. I want to make sure everyone's having a good time when they're playing games. It's part of my, uh, you know, just ambassador-esque nature to board games and I want to make sure that I am I am adding to the hobby and I'm adding people to the hobby when I can and I do that by trying to make sure that they have fun 
whether it's uh, me intentionally throwing games sometimes or it's me um, just making sure that they really uh, enjoyed the interaction with me and thus the game um, you know I'll, I'll try to play that up um, occasionally and I don't do it all the time uh, you can ask my kids it's no mercy on the P team we live that Cobra Kai lifestyle <clears throat> Um, I'll tell you the biggest thing, and Ryan McGuire uh, pointed this out, cell phones at the table. This is, this is my number one. Um, if you pull your cell phone on the table, at the table, and you're playing another game while we're playing a game, rude. It's just, it's so rude, and you shouldn't do it ever. Um, it takes you out of the game. It distracts other people from the game. It's just it's just the worst thing you could possibly do. Be engaged in other people's turns. You know, comment on it. This is this is a uh, this is an analog. You go to the table to connect. I go to the table to connect with other people to talk with other people. So if you are commenting, oh, nice play, or, ooh, man, missed this one, you know, and you want to do a little trash talk or whatever, that's great for me. Uh, but if as soon as you do your thing, you check out of the game, and now you're just looking at your phone or playing another game, man, that, that, tells, that tells me that you don't care what I'm doing in the game. And you'd, you'd really rather be doing this other thing. So to me... Go do that other thing and let me find somebody that'll sit at this table that really wants to do this. It's just, it, I don't know. It's, I don't know. To me, it's very rude. Um, if somebody pulls out their cell, and there's, and, and there's different things. You get a text, you get a call, you know, excuse yourself from the table, go take care of it, come back, you know. But if you want to pull out a picture, you know, take a picture of the game board, I do that all the time. I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it on Instagram or whatever. Shout out to my Instagram at Let's Level Up. Follow me there. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, you know, more power to you. Do it. It's awesome. Go ahead. But it's one of those things that you have to be. Uh, you have to be mindful if you're not taking too much time. Um, pulling out your phone to play another game is just, oh, dude, the worst. Uh, distracting other players and doing that like oh look at this look at this level yada yada check out this thing I just saw on reddit blah 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 blah. now you're pulling other people out of the immersive experience right there's a lot of awesome energy that goes into the theming of these games there's a lot of awesome things that happen during another player's turn that you need to be mindful of and if you do that and at the end of it you say oh I'm sorry what did you do hate you absolutely hate you it's the worst to me. That'll get me cussing. <laughs> That'll get me dropping all the bombs at a table. I hate it, man. It's just, again, it's just rude. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's a respect thing, you know? I hate I hate people who say that. It's a, it's a matter of respect. Whatever. Analysis paralysis. I um I have a friend. He's one of my best friends in the world. He's probably listening. To, he's probably one of the few people that actually listens to this podcast. So Carlos, are you listening? 
love you. Um, but I've got a friend who who takes a a long a long time to take his turn. He wants to make sure that he is is doing the best possible action. I mean, I and I love it because it always makes games really fun. But if you have too many people at a table who play like that, it can it can really hurt the experience of a game. It can slow things down to a place that's just not fun for everybody. And now it's hard for people to keep their interest between their turn and the next. I think we need more I think we need more board games that let us do actions at the same time. Like uh Fireside Games game Bears. That game is amazing if you've never played Bears. Uh, you basically have a bunch of dice. You roll them up. And you try to pair your dice with bears. Or try to pair your, your dice with, you know, with other things. And then when there's just a certain type of die left, the round's over. And then you score based on that. Um, so it's a really fast game, fast-paced game. And it's just, it's just so much fun. Anne-Marie did an incredible job on that game. Um... It is, you know, honestly, it's it's one of, it's one of the best dice games that you know that's just dice. I think ever. It may be the best dice game. Is that fair? Is Bears the goat? And when it comes to dice, let's go with the so zombie. I think it's better than zombie dice. Better than Yahtzee. Although Yahtzee's a great game. It's better than a lot of those Steve Jackson games that are dice based. They're all kind of the same. Um, I'm going to say it. I'm going to crown Bears the best dice game right now. I can't. I'm looking around my room now. Yeah, I think I think it is. At least that I know. Do you know of a better game that's just dice than Bears? If so, let me know. Uh, because I'd love to check it out. Because I love Bears. Um, it's so good. And it's a game that constantly has players moving and doing things together. And um, it's so fun. So fun. Check it out. And it's like 10 bucks, I think. 15 bucks max. Pick up a copy. Pick up two. The more copies of Bears you have, the more people you can play with. So I think that's really awesome about it. Yeah. So AP, AP is an issue. It can be an issue. And we want to we wanna be mindful and make sure that everyone's having a good time, right? So... I'm not saying think about your turn on other players' turns because that goes back to the not really paying attention and being invested in what we're doing on other players' turns. But, you know, and maybe it's a level of comfort on in the game itself because I'm sure the more times you play a game, the faster you become at it. So it may just be you processing things differently. I play fast. I know I, know I do. People have commented on how fast I play. Um, largely, I don't really care if I win or lose. I have, I, I, you know, I win a lot, and it's maybe just a luck thing. It's more than likely a luck thing, um, but it's still really fun um, to me. I, you know, I try to, I try to be mindful of what people are doing. And again, I'm, I'm more, I'm more trying to collect new gamers than than anything else. I think at the end of the day, so that's it. That's that's some of the pet peeves that came in. Um, did we miss any? I'm sure we did. We talked about four of them. What are yours? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at Let's Level Up. Got the name of my Twitter wrong. Yikes. <laughs> so hit me up. Let me know. 
Follow us on Facebook. All that jazz. If you like the show, you like our web, you, know, you like our channel or our website or our blog, go to patreon.com forward slash let's level up. Consider giving us a donation. It'd really help. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did recording it. And uh, love you. Appreciate you. If you haven't heard it today, you are amazing. Don't let anybody ever take that power from you. Until next time, thank you and game on. Thank you.